Hello everyone, this is Vishwanath for Winning Edge Talks podcast. India has seen a sea change in the last decade in terms of economy and progress in many sectors. They say India is a young nation because she has the highest youth population in the world. India was once known to have the highest working population. Everyone had just one goal, complete your education and find a job. Not anymore, with millions of youngsters opting for self-employment and entrepreneurship. The fact that India has the highest startups proves this point. I have come across many engineers turning to follow their heart's desire, going on to become civil servants, actors, singers, sportspersons, entrepreneurs, etc. I have with me today one such engineer who has turned into an innovator and entrepreneur. Come, let's talk to Pratit Palnetra from Bangalore. Welcome to the radio talk, Mr. Pratit Palnetra. How do you do? Hi, Vishwanathia. Thank you for having me over. I'm doing good. Hope you're doing well too. Oh, I'm doing fine. Nice having you on the show. Great. Thank you. Congratulations for inventing the free bowler and on all your achievements as an entrepreneur. Thank you once again. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I appreciate the support and encouragement uh, you've been providing uh, since the time we have met. You're welcome. Uh, Mr. Pratik, can you tell us what free bowler machine is and how many variants does it have and how does it differ from the similar brands in the market? Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, good question. Uh, so, yeah, free bowler, it's uh, in fact uh, cricket's first non electric and portable ball thrower. And right now, we are currently just working on one variant. And the way it differs from other uh, ball throwers which are available in the market is that uh, for the most part, uh, the bowling machines or uh, ball throwers are uh, either expensive, uh, electric, and uh, non portable in nature. But uh, our bowling machine is slightly different uh, from the traditional kind. Uh, because uh, once you set up a non-electric bowling machine, it's usually found in uh, you know sports facilities and uh, you know big uh, professional academies and things of that nature, and can cost anywhere between 1.5 to lakhs and upwards, and it weighs around 75 80 kilos. So it's very, uh, uh, I would say, I wouldn't say inconvenient, but it's uh, challenging uh, for uh, you know normal people to make use of the other bowling machines. And technically speaking, they use those plastic-coated dimple balls and not even real cricket balls. But our bowling machine solves the limitations and challenges uh, with the existing bowling machine. In terms of cost, portability, and use of electricity, our bowling machine just comes in the size of a cricket kit. It fits in the car trunk so that you can take it with you wherever you go. Uh, more importantly, just weighs around 27 26 kilos, so it's very portable in nature. You can use any and all types of cricket balls, not restricted to one kind of cricket balls. And uh, you know, from a price point perspective, it's available for 30,000 rupees, which is almost one fourth, one fifth the price of the other bowling machines. Uh, so that's how we are different from uh, other bowling machine brands that are available in the market. Oh, Mr. Pratik, you tell me that uh, your uh, make buffet border has a lot of advantages. Uh, it's very portable, it's very competitive price wise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have heard you are a mechanical engineer with a master's degree from the US. Uh, with this background, anybody would expect you to be working with a top industrial house, but you decided to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us how all this happened then? 
From where did you draw your inspiration to become an innovator? Sure, absolutely. I mean, once again, a great question. Uh, thank you for uh, asking. Uh, so, just to give you a little bit of background about myself, uh, I and KL Rahul is currently on the Indian national team. I and him happen to be cousins. So, we've played a lot of cricket together growing up. Obviously, he was good at what he was doing. He went on to make it to the big stage. But, uh, you know, I've also played representative cricket. I've represented uh, represented VTU University. Uh, I've played uh, cricket all my life uh, at semi professional like, across various formats. So, you know, I went on to do my master's in the United States. Uh, uh, so, that's kind of how it all started here in India. We play cricket day in and day out. We don't really miss out on cricket. Uh, uh, but in a country like United States, uh, you, know, you only get to play cricket on the weekends, uh, not really on weekdays. And the uh, you know, closest sporting facility is about hour, hour and a half away from you know where we used to live. And it was also getting very expensive. So you know that, that's how uh, it, it all started. You know, I was just trying to find something which I can you know keep it with myself, uh, use it, and uh, you know just a reliable training aid so that I don't miss cricket. So I was looking for a training training aid which can help solve my own problems and then later I found out that it's just not on my own problem but it, uh, it it's a problem of thousands of other cricketers all across the world not just in the United States so uh, my combination my background uh, with uh, growing up with cricket you know uh, growing up with uh, KL Rahul as a kid uh, has already instilled that cricketing uh, there was spark and fire in me and uh, you know I, I did my engineering so I always had that uh, mechanical skills with me to come up with innovative ideas and uh, just be innovative in nature so that was a plus point and solving uh, you know trying to solve my own problem uh, you know it's, it's a combination of uh, good uh, you know, sporting background engineering background and uh, you know innovative and trying to be entrepreneurial trying to solve others problem other problems as well not just my own uh, help me actually you know come up with a free ball great nice to know that uh, you are also a cricketer and uh, being a cricketer yourself that might have helped uh, in inventing this machine. Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, it, it plays a very crucial role in understanding the game, understanding the players' requirements, uh, the technicalities of the equipment in itself. Uh, so, uh, yeah, as I've been, you know, telling you, I've been uh, reiterating on the fact that it's a combination that really worked well. Uh, so, you know, growing up in a small city uh, like Tumkur, which is about you know 70 kilometers from Bangalore, that's where I did, that's where and I did my uh, high school. Uh, so, in, in places outside of Bangalore, entire two entire three cities. Uh, cricket is still, um, you know, uh, uh, picking up in the sense that uh, the training facilities, infrastructure, access to uh, coaches and uh, managers is still quite uh, challenging. So, uh, having that background, uh, playing cricket in such uh, parts and playing cricket in on the other extreme end in, in, in emerging countries like USA, uh, gave me a very good picture of you know where cricket stands and how cricketers are, uh, you know, helping themselves. So that really helped me with, with this. Okay, uh, having made this big decision to become an innovator uh, and an entrepreneur, you may have faced some resistance among your family members, friends and well-wishers. How did you face them? Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, isn't it very common? And um, uh, you know, people growing up in conservative backgrounds uh, like us in, in, in countries like India, and uh, you know, really, definitely, it's a challenging face uh, for us to convince and then uh, have everybody on the same page. Uh, but uh, you know, my parents have always been supportive. Uh, they, they saw that vision. They, they saw that spark in me. I always wanted to do something on my own. I uh, didn't want to take the traditional route of taking up uh, a nine 
identify job and just uh, you know getting sucked into the normal world so uh, although there was initial resistance so obviously i was good at sports i was good at academics so they wanted me to uh, continue the normal way of uh, getting into a job and uh, earning good money uh, but uh, initially there were there were times where uh, you know i had to uh, go out of my way to convince my well wishers around me and then uh, it, it really helped uh, you know i i quickly turned things around and uh, that that really saw the potential um, in, in me for them you are lucky to have uh, support your parents yes absolutely were there initial challenges when you first had to convert your prototype into a saleable commodity how did you make it commercially viable Yes absolutely I mean once again uh, a good question uh, and the sense that uh, you know hardware uh, startups always find it very challenging I won't say software uh, companies wouldn't have challenges it's just that uh, from like you said from a prototyping stage to uh, make it a commercially viable product uh, there's a whole lot of things that goes into the product development side of things um, especially the concept originated in the United States so the startup costs were really high in the United States so I decided to move back to India Uh, it was not an easy decision to make uh, you know, personally um, um you know ha- having gone there work uh, you know, been in the united states for a couple of years then decided to move back to india uh, getting used to uh, you know various cultures and traditions uh, uh, so you know such making such decisions um, you know jeopardizing my visa situation uh, uh, the cost associated with um, you know starting something new uh especially a hardware product if it's software the startup costs are slightly low so there were a lot of struggles uh, you know we we were only so much of an engineers i and my partner when we started off uh, we were good at what we were doing we had great ideas uh but uh, turning prototype into a commercial viable product takes a lot more than just having an idea and having innovative mindset so so we went through a phase where you know we we actually uh got to a point where we started uh, asking questions as to how long can we continue to do it because it was almost one and a half two years and uh, you know we we just couldn't sustain but we just held on to ourselves uh, we just uh, gave gave ourselves a little more push within two months uh, we were able to uh, you know change things around we launched the product with a mem- as a minimum viable product it was nowhere close to being perfect by the idea was to actually first launch the product and then continue to build and iterate on top of you know what we had uh so you know people were happy we had a great concept uh, although it was not perfect it 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 did a good yes i mean yeah that's uh, that's how uh, it, it was initially uh, when a str- um, struggling days but uh, it was worth it quite uh initially when you were doing a masters in the us uh, yeah. you you were telling me that you had to travel long distances to play cricket and that's when the time when you decided to invent your own bowling machine though so that it avoids all the travel uh, to the place of uh, uh, cricket Yes, yes. Uh, I know a lot of uh, people face similar challenges, not just in countries like United States, but uh, even here in India. Um, you know, we have always heard stories of you know Sachin Tendulkar and a lot of other great uh, cricketers who, who have been brought up in tight on the cities where they had to travel, take a you know catch an early uh, bus or a train, and then um, you know it would be very late in the evenings by the time they got back home. So similar struggles, similar backgrounds, similar upbringing. Uh, so um, nothing much uh, was. 
much uh, different except the cost associated with the travel so that's when uh, that was a striking point a point uh, you know we we i didn't wanted people to you know spend all this time and energy and resources into traveling to a facility and then by the time they get there they would have been exhausted with whatever they had so instead you know to turn things around have the bowling machine where they are instead of uh, they having to travel if the bowling machine was able to uh, you know stay with the player itself uh, uh, so that would really help a player maximize his energy so that that was uh, the idea oh that's that's great uh, it's been close to 5 years now since you started working on this innovative idea mm-hmm. are you happy with the progress you made in terms of personal satisfaction and the sales that we have been able to achieve so far Yes, absolutely. I mean, like you know, we've come a really long way. Um, you know, we'll definitely not discount our efforts. Uh, uh, you know, with with the kind of background uh, we had, uh, we've made a ton of progress. Uh, we've always been on the uh, on the path of making. Uh, uh, some really good moves uh, in terms of business decision strategies uh, really happy with the way things have been uh, panned out especially when we see those happy faces when people are satisfied with the with the product they're getting somewhere they they're gaining traction their practice uh, sessions are getting better uh, so you know a lot of people are are really happy about the product uh, it gives them very realistic and natural feel and they are much more prepared to take on uh, real, realistic bowlers when they go on to face them in a real game uh, so it provides them variety so in that sense from product standpoint from a uh, from a personal satisfaction standpoint is, is it's very uh, so there's a sense of accomplishment uh, to have come this far and uh, you know the future is only bright for us if we just uh, hang in there and keep persisting with this product uh, we're just uh, able to solve you know problems problem of very small set of people but moving forward uh, cricket is a huge sport world second most popular so so there are more than 20 million play, play, playing the sport so if we could help solve the problems of all these people uh, it will be great on the other side from a business standpoint you know we would have liked to have made more sales uh, but uh, you know we have made a ton of other progress in terms of uh, you know strategic uh, you know partnerships uh, some of the prospective investment opportunities uh, so you know overall uh, you know, really satisfied if anything we would have liked to have done more sales with little more revenue with a little more financial flexibility but that's just the nature of the business so we are you know quite uh, content with what we have we think the sales will happen naturally once you build your brand Yes absolutely I mean you made a very valid point you hit the nail and it's all about building the brand it's all about uh, you know gaining customers trust uh, building a very good customer experience it's all about the people isn't it it's all, it's all about the customers who make use of our product so you know we're really big on building a very good customer experience through brand building strategies so uh, yeah once we uh, once people are aware once there is brand awareness enough brand awareness about the product uh, across the world uh, automatically just a matter of time is a supply and demand so you know we are solving a real need the market space and uh, as soon as people are aware of our product and they find it valuable then it's just uh, a matter of uh, time as i told you for us to supply those uh, units to various parts of the world yeah the user feedback would go a long way in helping your product 
Yes, absolutely. You know, for hardware product, uh, I mean, I keep saying this, but uh, you know, software products too require a lot of uh, you know, user feedback and whatnot. But for a product like ours, uh, uh, which is which has a lot of uh, natural variations and uh, um, you know, it, it's it's a complex and intricate in its own ways uh, because we're trying to solve a huge problem of replacing the bowler. I wouldn't say replacing the bowler; it's just substituting. It's uh, you know providing the most realistic feel after a cricket bowler. So we're trying to simulate uh, the most realistic. Uh, you know, bowling scenarios uh, with a very simplistic uh, problem, and the constraints uh, for us is the uh, is the cost, the, the weight of the product, the simplicity, and the ease of use. So we're working around a lot of constraints, and user feedback goes a long way in making this product uh, only further. So you know, we, we're really happy. We're working closely with some of our you know customers who have been using the product uh, you know uh, quite consistently day in and day out. Uh, so all their feedback is helping uh, make the product only better. Oh, that's great. Uh, how could you sustain your motivation and confidence in the wake of of the setbacks and challenges you could have faced uh, initially during all these formative years? Yes, I mean it's hard, isn't it? Uh, you know, it's it's tough for an entrepreneur, especially if you're the head, uh, if if you're the top uh, boss in the sense that. Uh, you're the the main person in the company you'd have to look look after and take care of all others in the in the family of the business so uh it, it's tough it's challenging i wouldn't say you no know, but then uh, you know what keeps us going is is uh, is thinking about the happy faces of our uh, customers you know i've played cricket all my life to understand how hard it's for a cricketer to actually make it to the next stage you know i was a victim of uh, such circumstances where i couldn't pursue my passion so i understand what it uh, gets uh, you know what it takes uh, for cricketers to actually get to a point where they can really convert their passion into profession and vice versa and things of that nature so uh, that's what keeps us going uh, you know everything said and done financials uh, is a part of it but uh, the drive the motive uh, motivation uh, the selfless motivation to you know make other cricketers happy and reach their uh, you know success is our success so that's what keeps us going that's great uh, you just shared uh, that kl rahul uh, the star indian batsman is your cousin mm-hmm. that's very nice to know uh, what has he got to say about free bowler and how supportive he was Yes, absolutely. I mean, like uh, you know, he has been a part of uh, uh, the process in the hindsight that you know I, I brought up the concept uh, the very first time uh, that ever came to my mind. It was early stage. I was still uh, an academic uh, student at my university in the United States. I introduced the concept to him, and then uh, you know he immediately um, saw uh, find a, a lot of value in uh, you know what I was explaining to him at that point uh, uh, because I was still not all that great in explaining concept. You know, showing a concept through a proof of concept. In terms of uh, you know prototype or a video or a mock up is different from just explaining the concept so uh, he felt the need he he agreed with me that there is a need for a a bowling machine which is inexpensive which doesn't require electricity and uh, you know which is portable so that was the basic concept of it and then uh, since then you know i've had chances with him to you know show off the progression of the product he has faced the product i mean like the bowling machine himself he's given us feedback in terms of how it could get better in terms of the technicalities and uh, and a lot of other things uh, so uh, he's definitely been a part of it in the hindsight is supportive so yeah it's, it's only you know we're just uh, looking forward to you know work with him in in in, in, in a capacity where you know we don't really also want to uh you know take advantage or leverage his uh, position in a way that uh, you know we just want to be also professional uh, working with him so that's our uh, intent uh, with him true 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 uh you got richandran ashwin to speak for a free bowler 
he has some very good words to say how did you get him to speak for you Yes absolutely I mean it's it's great uh, in sense that uh, you know having somebody like Ravichan Ashwin you know Ravichan Ashwin um, doesn't need any introduction uh, but still you know, he's he's uh, you know the one of the senior most cricketers uh, in the current Indian national team he was the highest wicket taker of the decade uh, uh, so that was, that's his cricketing credentials but apart from that uh, he's an engineer himself he's an innovator uh, he's an entrepreneur uh, he's he's known for inventing cricket uh, the not inventing the carom ball but at least uh, commercializing the concept of carom ball in the international cricket uh, a lot of people have found it successful so he's somebody who's always looking for new things new ideas um, um uh, new ways to engineering uh, engineer a certain product or an idea of it uh, so uh, he's an entrepreneur himself as i told you he started his own cricket league uh, i mean rather a cricket club he's a part of the tamil nadu uh, premier league um, in in tamil nadu uh, in in a in a you know organization and the capacity or a management capacity so he's been in the space as a cricketer as an entrepreneur as an engineer so he understands uh, just like us uh, uh, the, the combination of all these three things uh, will help cricketers so that made it uh, easy for him to talk about a product like this and then he immediately and unlike other players in the indian national team uh, you know some of them are more into lifestyle brands and uh, uh you know a lot of other products which catch their attention but somebody like arvichan ashwin uh is always looking to uh, find ways to help cricketers uh, so that's how we found uh, a lot of value in our product and then it was automatically a, a mutual fit for us uh, to have him on board and then he having to talk about and endorse our product so that's how it all worked out fantastic uh can you tell me more about your business activity who are your potential customers and the names of any of the reputed uh, clients uh, i also heard that you export your product Yes, absolutely. We are currently in about fourteen uh, countries. We have sold closer to around three hundred and fifteen units, uh, generated closer to around one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars in US revenue. Still early stages, but then uh, you know we've done decent progress uh, given uh, the cash flow crunch situation the hardware pro- products or businesses go through. So, um, yeah. Having said that, you know we are in talks with a lot of uh, strategic partners and potential uh, uh, business associates and alliances uh, that could uh, be really uh, uh, could play a key role in helping get our product into the people's hands uh, so you know some of the notable ones are of course now we're closing the deal with uh, uh, sg's uh, distribution uh, uh, entity called uh, copoji so sg cricket's world's largest uh, you know uh, manufacturer of cricket equipment not only do they manufacture for their own brand but also for some of the other notable brands like kookaburra and gunnamore and a lot of other brands so uh, they endorse at least in you know, the top 5 6 players from the indian national team so having to work with them their trading unit their distribution unit uh, is great because now we get access to over uh, i don't know like 2500 3000 uh, uh, dealers all across the world uh, so that's a good start uh, nothing is guaranteed but um, you know it's still definitely we are better than where we were in terms of uh, getting access to the distribution network so uh, that's one thing but apart from that you know individual cricketers are our huge go to you know target audience a lot of people uh, buy it and then you know uh, uh, use this system on their rooftops in their backyard in their garages or they just take it down to local park so any individual cricketer uh, who wants to get better at what they're doing aspiring to become a professional cricketer or a go to uh you know target uh, clients but apart from that schools universities uh you know colleges uh, clubs and academies corporate sectors uh, residential units and apartments so these are our you know other uh, secondary markets 
Yeah, due to the shortage of space, uh, many academies, apartments, and uh, colleges have their own underground uh, uh, playing facility where uh, these uh, polling machines will come into uh, use. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's the idea of it. A lot of these places have, uh, you know, their own uh, kind of a makeshift uh, arrangement. So, you know, something like this that goes in because a lot, a lot of places, you know, something like a basement or a garage will not have, not always have access to electricity. Even if they have access to electricity in a country like India, the access to electricity is not always consistent. So, uh, it, it really doesn't make any sense for people to buy electric-based bowling machines, although it does a great job, nothing against it. Uh, but something like this, which is, you know, portable so that people can uh, pick it up uh, and keep using it day in and day out or whenever they want to without uh, relying on electricity that can throw real cricket balls uh, is, is definitely a uh, positive for them. That's very nice. Uh, I've heard that uh, Alf Gomer School in England, uh, I think maybe it's, it's located in London, they have an underground facility where they have a bowling machine over there. It's, the concept has been, uh, it's been used for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I guess, um, yeah, I mean, um, I'm not quite aware of it, but then, uh, you know, there, there have been a lot of places like this, uh, especially, you know, multi-purpose um, arenas, you know, sport, uh, uh, you know, um, I wouldn't say stadiums, but then uh, places where it's convertible, you can use it for different sports and different, uh, um, you know, activities and things of that nature. I've seen something very similar to that in the United States. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of places uh, will, will uh, find this handy. Very nice. What are your future plans and the big dream you have as an entrepreneur? Yes, yeah, future plans for us, you know, we want to, you know, take this uh, concept uh, product global uh, right now. Uh, we, we are uh, kind of uh, you know, regional. Uh, we have done a lot of uh, good activities in India. It's, it's uh, done well in India, but uh, uh, cricket is the world's second most popular sport, as I told you uh, earlier. And as we all know, so there's huge market potential and opportunity all across the world. Um, you know, countries like um, Australia take their cricket very seriously. They have a very good uh, grassroots cricket development structure and uh, you know, UK for, for that matter and a lot of other emerging nations as well USA, Canada, uh, there's a lot of potential in the upcoming uh, uh, nations so that's one part of it, helping cricket grow uh, make it a competitive sport in all other parts of the world, not just in India, Australia, UK and uh, you know, South Africa, so we wanted uh, you know, cricket to be also growing uh, competitively in other parts of the world uh, so that's one part of the vision another part of the vision is uh, definitely helping women cricket grow, youth cricket uh, you know, physically challenge cricket so they, these two, these places to have challenges, a lot of emphasis and uh, significance is put on men's cricket, uh, which is obviously the global driver in terms of the economy and things of that nature. But a lot of other parts of uh, cricket too, you know, we don't want it to be left behind. We want uh, uh, you know cricket to be an equal playing ground for all of them. So making it uh, easy for them is also second part of our vision. And then more importantly, you know, we're looking at uh, the process innovation as a whole. Uh, cricket uh, is a traditional sport, uh, not a lot of changes have been done uh, a lot of uh, changes have been although it's been done it's, it's done at the commercial level but it, when it comes to grassroots cricket development uh, the, the product and the process and the way the innovative methods of uh, you know helping uh, cricketers get 
better. So just strengthening the grassroots cricket system as a whole, uh, providing an opportunity for cricketers to express themselves, uh, giving them the freedom, the kind of freedom they want to have uh, to help make them better cricketers. Uh, so if we can aid that process, if we can facilitate that process through our product innovation, I mean, that's the big part for us. So that's that's what uh, we envision our, uh, our company to be. Nice to know. What next after Free Bowler? Do you have any other uh, innovation uh, in the pipeline? Yes, yes, we've been you know, working on it. Of course, this is one uh, one of the many ideas we've had. Of course, we're also working on a mini version, a similar concept, but for you know kids, uh, a lot of parents come up to us and say, you know, if we had a, a mini version uh, like this, we could use it in our homes. Uh, so, you know, a, a scaled down version of the same, which, you know, parents can use it for kids and, you know, 10, 12 year old kids can use it among themselves. So that's a, a new product in the pipeline. We're expecting to launch that in the next six, eight months, maybe in a year from now. Uh, but apart from that, uh, you know, we have been working on a bat, con- bat concept, cricket bat concept, which is slightly different. Uh, a lot of times what happens, uh, cricket bat manufacturers put the, the label, the stickers of their choice. It's not really the choice of the buyer. You know, you like uh, blue versus I like red or somebody else like orange, but then we don't really have a choice, do we? Uh, so, you know, working on the personalization of the bats itself, the customizable option where people can pick and choose colors of their own rather than the bat manufacturer giving them what they want. So uh, that's one area that is, uh, you know, we're really focused on. That's something that's uh, very successful and popular in the United States for baseball. That's something that's not been tried uh, in India or rather in the, in the, in the cricket market. Uh, so, yeah, just you know, trying new ideas with uh, personalization of cricket equipment as a whole, uh, providing more options for the customers rather than hindering the options, uh, making it their sport, making it, uh, you know, want uh, them to be, you know, more uh, expressive when they make use of their, uh, you know, training gears and equipment, which is uh, their, uh, uh, you know, the biggest strength when they go out onto the field and express themselves. So, uh, those are some of the ideas we've been uh, working on. So, yeah. The concept of making a mini free bowler for kids is a wonderful idea. Uh, The kids would love to play with that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, like, uh, you know, again, we, we're trying to solve uh, uh, the, the problem and also make it, uh, you know, engaging for kids because a lot of parents want their kids uh, uh, to uh, be engaged in sporting activities. And then if we can provide this, uh, you know, small training aid, which not only is a training aid, but also something that uh, they can use it as a recreational tool, uh, something that can uh, they use it to uh, get better at what they're doing, uh, kind of uh, making them a part of our process as well. Uh, we have seen with the small kids, it's where uh, uh, you know, uh, there was a small game, board game called Mechanic, where we used to build small toys and cars and things of that nature. Uh, so something like this, which uh, sparks the innovative spirit of a child, make them understand, you know, what the physics is about, how the ball is being thrown. Uh, so get them uh, to understand the the nature of the sport from a grassroots level and the nature of the the physics, uh, the mechanic side of things as well. Uh, so that that's going to be useful. In times like these, you know, uh, the corona lockdown, when uh, people are not allowed to assemble and even play a cricket game, uh, machines like Free Bowler will come in handy for the batsmen to practice. Uh, uh, All that they need is one person to feed the ball to the free, free bowler and only just two people can play cricket. Yes, absolutely. They will not lose out on their practice. 
Yes, yes. I mean, that's exactly what we are up to. Uh, you know, irrespective of the situation, yes, you know, Corona's pandemic right now is very challenging for a lot of us, for all of us, in fact. But uh, yeah, cricketers, uh, you know, they miss cricket. Uh, so, in fact, uh, you know, I miss cricket too. So, you know, a lot of people uh, would would want to go out. Uh, you know, just a couple of them. You know, one they can rotate. You know, one can bat for ten, fifteen minutes. He can come back and use the machine. The other person can go pad up, and uh, you know, he can start uh, batting against the machine. So they can, you know. Quickly, within 10-20 minutes or even half an hour, they can get a very good uh, batting practice session. Uh, they don't feel like they're missing out on uh, cricket. So uh, that's what we want to do in uh, normal situations as well. Is there a way which which you can manufacture, you know, with just the batsman alone? Uh, after having fed a certain number of balls into the machine, uh, he comes back and takes stance. You know, he's all padded up. He takes stance. And he uses the remote to switch on the machine so that it keeps on feeding one ball after another. Is there any such? Uh Yes, absolutely. I mean, that would be ideal, uh, isn't it? I mean, that's that's the best uh, anybody can ask for. Um, yeah, there are of course uh, you know challenges associated with that in terms of the risk uh, factor, uh, the timing of the uh, the the electronic embedded system uh, that's with the yeah. machine could go wrong, and the batsman might not be ready. So even if he's ready, if he's continuously facing balls without actually thinking about uh, the process, if he's consistently facing ball every three seconds, he doesn't have time to think about what he has done in the previous. ball so now we we want to find the right balance between where you know batsman can get the maximum amount of the training gain at the same time also be an independent a stand alone system so those are some of the things we're working on it's a very futuristic idea uh one it, it'll be great for the batsman two it can get expensive because we're now talking about uh, pretty much robotics a stand alone system uh so we also you know want to make sure that you know cricketers are not burdened with the cost of the training gate they're making use of uh, so uh yeah it's, it's yeah. always work in progress the more innovation uh, the more uh, technology you use uh, the more the automation it is the more it will cost yes. so as you said a normal cricket cannot afford it yes so uh, it was just a suggestion from my side absolutely uh, absolutely uh, sure. that's it mm-hmm. okay Uh, it was very nice talking to you, Mr. Pratik Panetra. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your thoughts to Winning Edge Talks. Uh, I wish you all the best in this venture, and uh, hope you make a big name for yourself and the country. I one day wish uh, you will receive a big award from the um, President, uh, the Rashtrapati Bhavan. Oh, thank you very much, Chandra. That's really uh, kind of you. Uh, really appreciate. I mean, thank you for all these great questions, and then you know, asking uh, uh, these really you know insightful questions about the process. Maybe this will bring a lot of value to people who are going to listen it or who are listening it. Uh, uh, so for them, just to give in, uh, insights about the entire startup process, uh, which is uh, not an easy road uh, path to take. So we, we've you know, I myself, yourself, and a lot of others, uh, you know, we are in this process. So it, it's great to share stories, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's great. connecting with you as as always uh, you're, you're a wonderful person uh, to you know uh, talk about the technology the the psychology the the mindset the process of things so it's wonderful uh, yeah i'd love to connect with you uh, another time oh most welcome my pleasure very nice talking to you thank you once again thank you prateek thank you bye then bye You are listening to Winning Edge Talks, your favorite talk show.